1: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer.
0: Diana Zuros is a trailblazing filmmaker and founder of Zuru Gravity Pictures, an indie production company challenging Hollywood norms with a focus on diversity and inclusion. Her latest project since August is a poetic film told in ASL with English subtitles. And Diana is with us here. How are you today?
2: I'm alright. Thank you, Toby. Thanks for having me.
0: So what was it that inspired you to create film told entirely in American sign language.
2: Well, this, this project has been a, a really long journey for me. It started in 2011. Wow. <laughs> uh, with a very, very minimal budget um, and, I guess, a vision to bring this uh, unique story to life. Um, I used to live in Hollywood back then, and uh, um, my apartment building overlooked a neighbouring uh, apartment, and I could see... <clears throat> Uh, a person moving, you know, living their life in their own apartment through my window. So, uh, it just this voyeuristic experience fascinated me. <laughs> so. Yeah kind of ignited the uh, the story idea and that's how it started and uh, then uh, that led me to um, <clears throat> the aspect of uh, the spine through the binoculars what if i was i thought what if uh, uh, the person who was observing uh, could uh, you know uh, understand sign language and the ob- observed person in the neighboring uh, building could be deaf and then she could understand what the person was talking about so that's the whole Idea started from there, and then uh, uh, I started writing the story, and then then I met uh, Sabina Ahmedova, who who's the lead in the film, um, uh, doing a, a gig that I was hired to do in Hollywood, and I I just you know her her talent was just uh, amazing, so I asked her if she could uh, you know offer the role in this in this script, and uh, and and because of the budget constraints, I couldn't really pay pay her <laughs> yeah. like a normal fee, so she still accepted. She loved the story and. She she accepted the uh, the offer, which was amazing. And then from then, um, uh, I just really was adamant and uh, finding a deaf actress for the role of Vedette because uh, because she's deaf in the script. So I just uh, reached out to the um, deaf community. I didn't know anybody. Uh, I never had uh, met a deaf person before this. So I just reached a lot of friends and I found this amazing actress. Um, Antoinette Abamonte is just um, just amazing. So everything kind of started to, to fall uh, uh, into place. And uh, so I, I got the script ready within uh, six months and started shooting in, at the end of 2011. And, and that's how it started. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And you mentioned that you've got deaf actors in the film, but hearing actors as well. So, what were some of the challenges and rewards of working with such a diverse cast?
2: Oh, yeah, that's a good question. That's um, it's it was a long time ago, but I I remember um, just every day being uh, being so exciting. Um, I I because of the because I didn't know sign language, I did I did learn a little bit during the production, but I had to hire um, uh, interpreter for for uh, for deaf because because I also had quite a, a few deaf extras uh, in, in the scenes, in, in uh, bigger scenes. So uh, I started with, uh, we started shooting with an interpreter on board, but then Antonette is just so, she also reads lips, so which made it really easy for me, so uh, and I did learn a, a little bit of sign language, so I, then me and her uh, communicated uh, very very well, easy, like effortlessly just me and her, uh, without an interpreter, so, and and the whole Process became very authentic too. Just uh, just trying to understand the person's body language is uh, is just fascinating. And so uh, for for with the with the with the small scenes with just intimate scenes, it was just me and Antonette uh, yeah. one one without an interpreter and for the like wider scenes bigger scenes um, i did have an interpreter on board um and then just watching uh hearing actors just uh trying to learn asl and and everybody just being excited about uh just collaborating and uh, because mo- most of some of the scenes are uh, improvised uh are the class scenes and like acting class scenes are improvised so we just everybody just checked in uh they brought in uh their own ideas of what we could what could happen during the class so it was just very collaborative effort um, in, in that sense.
0: And do you hope the film will maybe inspire people to learn sign language? Because I guess it's something that we'd all kind of want to learn, but we'd never have the time.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. Yes. Um, uh, the project didn't start out as, you know, that, that was not my main goal. But then yeah. in the process, because it the whole production uh, stretched for over eight months because of you know not having enough budget i had to accommodate everybody's schedule so and then during that almost a year the whole production process um even me just every time i would communicate with Antonette, i would learn at least like 10 new words each time and it was just so Flawless and exciting to learn sign language on spot, but yeah, uh, uh, I I believe every time an ASL themed movie comes out, uh, uh, you know, from uh, statistics, statistically speaking, a lot of people are interested in taking up ASL at schools and and colleges and universities, which is amazing. Um, even like my friend's daughter is just learning ASL and she's like four years old. So wow. I, I believe ASL is, or just like any, uh, in any country, just sign language is just the language of the body. You know, um, you can just tell so much from a person looking at the person and then even an, a hearing person, when they talk, they use their body. So it's the the sign language is the the language of the body. So it's it's actually very important to tap into that realm for anybody just to get to know their body, you know, their their own feelings better through that language. It's just amazing. I think it's very, very important for anybody.
0: And since August sounds like it was a labour of love for not just you, but everyone involved so was there a particular memorable moment or experience from the production that encapsulates the dedication that went into making it
2: one of the things that comes to my mind right now is um uh so so as i said the whole production production lasted for like eight months and then even then afterwards uh, i have a few scenes in the film that were shot in 2015 and 2017 i mean i don't think you can tell which is great but so uh, one of the one of the things that that came to me right now is just uh, Antoinette used to live very very far from where we shot in Hollywood and she lived in uh Huntington Beach which is very far so yeah. she would drive every time she would just like drive all this way probably like two hours each way and then uh even and then when she knew that I was running low on funds she didn't even take the gas money because 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 she knew like I was really so so imagine just her spending her own money on travel costs and and uh just it, it just it just just she was just so dedicated to this project and till the very end she was just and 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 just that's just one of the aspects of um how how people just chipped in and everybody kind of tried to make it work and <laughs> yeah. help me out. So <clears throat> yeah, I mean, um there are probably a lot that I can't think right now, but that was one of the things that just popped in my head. Um, and I was so grateful. It's just amazing.
0: And your films tend to be poetic in nature. So how do you think this artistic approach contributes to the storytelling in Since August?
2: Yeah, great question. Um, I'm, I've am i always been fascinated by just visuals, like words and, and just like spoken language is uh, not that important when you're watching a film, at least in my opinion. Um, yeah. Like I used to, when I, when I was younger, I used to, I mean, even now, uh, when I want to understand the film better i just turn the, the the sound like all the way just turn it off and i just watch the visuals just to um <clears throat> understand like people's intentions and then a character's intentions so it's it's a, it's actually it's actually taught in school in uh, film schools to do that and then to uh that will teach filmmakers uh how to better navigate um just storytelling landscape in general <clears throat> so um just um uh, i'll say um, um, poetry. I, I'm a big fan of um, uh, Dogma 95 style films. Like Lars Von Trier's earlier films yeah. are amazing. <clears throat> and um, I'm just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, just poetry is everywhere in our daily life. It's just we have to kind of notice, um, uh, and that that's kind of meditation. You know, how 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 some spiritual teachers teach you, just like you know, stay still and just look at the tree or look at an object and just see poetry in it just um i think it's everywhere uh on a daily basis and especially the film and art forms uh it it has to be there even if i don't classify my my films as a poet like a poetic um you can tell like there is it's just a slow pace it, you know it's it's just meditative approach to it um so i think it's just the whole experience needs to be there somehow even even in like hollywood fast moving movies uh if you notice the great films they always have uh, quieter moments uh, 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 in them so i think poetry is it, it should be in any art form <clears throat> if, uh, if 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 uh, the makers of the art want to um leave a uh, like a lasting mark with their with their with their projects um yeah i don't know if i answer the
0: question <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the film since august is completely self-financed which is a big undertaking so can you kind of walk us through the journey of the beginning of the film from the concept to completion and what role did your kind of family and friends help in making it a reality
2: right well uh initially i just had about two thousand (laughs) dollars <laughs> saved up. And that's that was the starting point. So then I decided to do a Indiegogo campaign, which is like fundraising campaign. And uh, we raised uh, like 2,000 more through friends. Um, and that was so, so I kind of had like about 4,000, 5,000 to start with. And it was, it was good enough for me. So that's how we started. And then my brother stepped in um, and he, he just believed it. he, I mean, he's very, he's been really supportive. My family, whole family is so he was like okay whatever you need i'll try to help and so when i ran out of that the fundraising money then he started helping me and then over the years uh, every, every almost every single penny came from him so basically he's the he's the main financier and the producer on the, on the film and um <clears throat> the rest of uh, what uh, you know friends gave me it was just uh, fundraising funds i don't i don't really expect uh, to pay them back but it's just uh, i felt so overwhelmed by the um by the uh their their willingness to help um i think it, my gratitude is just forever it's I, I i don't know hopefully hopefully this film will make the money back um in hollywood standards uh this is a very very tiny budget but for me it's a huge budget because i owe most of the money i owe you know my brother <clears throat> so i'm just hoping i could repay him at some point um, so So even with that in mind, I just still decided um, I want to be a part of a change in Hollywood in a way that um, how films are digested nowadays. Um, Like when you go to a movie theater and you pay like $20 or $25, you don't know what you you expect. So, you you know, you pay that money and then you might just end up just being disappointed. (laughs) So uh, I just thought, I mean, it's my film. Nobody's like choking me to pay them back. So I, I do have that freedom to uh, pick what uh, the way I want to distribute it. So um, even even though I do owe a lot of money, I still decided to offer it for free and um, have the audience give them a chance to, and, and, and an opportunity to pay whatever they want. So which yeah. is a big 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 gamble. But um, I wanna I wanna just do this for my all, all of my films. If I'm meant to make more films, then this is the strategy I'm gonna. Uh, um, just um uh, follows
0: and do you think that your decision to offer sense august for free will partly reshape the industry's approach or are you just doing it because you feel it's right for you
2: no i think my main drive is to change the landscape which yeah. uh, i'm a i'm a very very tiny speck very tiny yeah. part which i don't even know if it affects anything but I think uh, as individuals, we are, you know, just society is, is made up of individuals, right? So if everybody th- just decides to make some kind of, um, you know, change good change so eventually eventually it will affect the whole um industry so um i'm just gonna i'm trying to promote this approach uh, and i know not everybody probably like very low percentage of filmmakers will will do that but um maybe i'm hoping maybe my example will kind of bring in some some uh um good results in a way um i mean right now it's still i just released it so the it, it's been a few weeks, but uh, um, I'm trying to kind of, kind of, because I don't have any budget for marketing. I'm just sitting and reaching out to publications, organizations, and then asking them to help spread the word so that we can attract more people, and um, that way, maybe kind uh, <clears> of <throat> get better results. So we'll see.
0: Another thing about Hollywood: your work with Zuru Gravity Pictures is described as defying Hollywood's gravity challenging, favouritism and nepotism. So do you have any strategies or practices that you implement to ensure a more inclusive environment within the production company
2: yeah i mean i'm writing a, a, a comedy right now and uh a, I, I i decided like i promised myself that uh from now on every project i write and make uh, they will have um uh, a lot of inclusivity a lot of i i have a couple of characters that are deaf a couple of characters that are disabled a few characters um, <clears throat> that are um, uh, hard of hearing so so um, uh, with my work, I will try my best to uh, include every every uh, uh, walk of life and um, just uh, give chance to uh, lesser um, represented uh, people in the industry. Uh, it's changing definitely. Hollywood's landscape is changing. Uh, it's been changing for the past, I would say, a decade, a uh, ten years which is great, great to see. But uh, I myself promise that I will do it for every single project I make from from here on. Um, and maybe that will be a good example, a good uh, uh, example to follow for others. Um, yeah. So, yeah, hopefully.
0: And looking ahead, what aspirations do you have for the future of Zuru Gravity Pictures and the impact that you hope to continue making in the world of filmmaking? <laughs>
2: Uh, well I'm hoping my next project won't take me ten years to make. Yes. <laughs> um <clears throat> I do like uh the the, the um uh, slogan for my for my company is um the field zero gravity uh, uh pictures is the field where Hollywood loses its heavy weight. Um, and I'm going to uh, incorporate that uh, that aspect of of, uh, of it in all my projects so um one of the one of the things I want to do is um even if even if and even when I have a, a lot bigger budget for next next projects I still want to hire um behind the camera too like not in front of, not only in front of the camera I'd hire people who are good at what they do um maybe they don't have a, a huge resume but they have passion they have a, a skill they have a drive to, um, the serve art form. So I'm still, I'm still, I'm still planning on making lower budget films, just because I don't believe in uh, spending millions of dollars on something that uh, could could have been done for a th- hundred thousand dollars. So uh, my my films will be low budget uh, in general, but of course everybody would be paid for <laughs> yeah. during production. That's one of the things I'm I'm planning to do. It doesn't matter how big the company gets or how small it stays. Um, I think that will be my approach
0: and are there any particular films that are coming up soon that you can tell us about
2: Uh, no not in time soon I'm right I'm (laughs) in the press of writing (laughs) and because it's just I'm a one person like it's like one woman show running everything so I'm still not done with this one because I'm uh, I'm promoting uh, as much as I can so uh, in between time that I have free time I'm just writing um, and uh, and it's completely different uh, genre It's, it's it's comedy so we'll see how that pans out Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm actually writing for uh, a British actress and uh, she doesn't know it yet but, <laughs> but oh, we right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well this film that's currently out is called Since August where is it that we're able to go to watch it for free?
2: It's on my website I'm not offering anywhere else uh, um, it's uh, zerogravitypictures.com uh, and uh, you know once, once people get there it has all the info that you need there's a uh, separate page Page to watch the film. Um, they feel if they feel compelled to donate, that will be great. Uh, but of course, they're not forced to donate, so they can just watch it for free. Um, so that's 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 the only platform I, I'm offering right now.
0: Smashing! Well, many thanks for joining us today. It's been great having you here.
2: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I, I'm, I've been mumbling, and <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully I made sense. <laughs>
0: The throbbing posts of sounds sound. The Toby Gribbon Show.